Visit patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast and become a patron of the show. Our patrons are special people who are invested in our message as we rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind. You will receive digital versions of each of our cookbooks and fangirl patrons get special video access to each episode. Thank you so much to our patrons. We can't do it without you. Become a patron at patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast. And now let's rock this show. Ladies and gentlemen, happy Monday and welcome back once again to Homemaker Chic Podcast. Um, this is the podcast for homemakers all around the world, hosted by yours truly, Shay Elliott of the Elliotthomestead.com, and of course, Angela Reed of ParisianFarmGirl.com. Hello. 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 I'm, I'm kind of out of breath because I just sprinted down the stairs into my root cellar to get a bubble water before we... <laughs> uh, my, um, what do you call it? Soda stream canister is empty. The uh, CO2. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a 40-minute one-way errand to get another uh, one. <gasps> Dang yeah, it. Yeah, it's one of those things. Mm-hmm. One of those things. I hate those things that you can just sit and stare at like that that just remain undone. A couple of weeks ago, our Berkey was out of water, and I thought, I wonder how long my family would just carry on with this empty Berkey if I didn't fill it. Yeah. Turns out until Quite a long I filled time. it. <laughs> Just until I also wonder that with like underwear, like would they just would they just wear dirty underwear if I didn't wash it? Like, or would they actually be? I mean, they all know how to do it, but would they? Uh, yeah, it's interesting. Um, somebody had a sock outside the other day, and I set it on the steps. Like, like I am a sock right here on the steps. Yeah, outside now. It's November, okay, and I. I put it there like, oh, like stretched across. And that was my attitude. It was like, how many times will people go out to do the chores or to go play and step over their sock? Yeah. Outside. Yeah. And by like day four, I was like, I give up. I'm waving the white sock of surrender because apparently they would just leave it. (laughs) Just lit it on fire. Just lit it on fire. Wherever you put it, just light it on fire and just see if somebody will pay attention. It doesn't. It doesn't pay. I mean, I like I do those little I they're either funny experiments or I'm really bitter when I do them. One of the two. <laughs> There's really no in between. <laughs> it's usually like ha ha or mm-hmm. um, and it just never works out. I never win. It's just I'd never. The joke is always on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, um, you know, we talked just for a, a little bit before we started recording today. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to continue the conversation because you said okay. to me, I'm done being <laughs> done being like angry. I'm done complaining. And uh, listeners, if you're new here, uh, Angela and I are not the hosts <laughs> of this podcast because we are old and established and got it all figured out. And now we're just sharing our wise ways with you. Um, we often say like, we are right alongside you. We're, we're figuring a lot of homemaking out as we go. You know, both of us have sort of grown into this position over the years mm-hmm. with, with all of our children and with all of our tasks. Um, and frankly, it's really easy for the homemaker, say it again, to get into a heart posture of just gripe and woe is me. And is it my life so hard? And 
I actually had the thought today when I was I was doing Juliet's laundry and I'm turning things inside out and I just thought I was kind of like praying in my mind and I thought my god my children have food today Mm -hmm. you know how many children even today don't have food Mm -hmm. and I just felt this overwhelming sense of provision and it just totally changed my my heart posture to just one of gratitude. Yeah, uh, it can it can be the littlest thing that just I I was listening to um, the kids and I are still working on this horrible horrible puzzle, <laughs> and it's got to get done because the holidays are really really coming very quickly and it's like uh on our table we call it like the wine room it's in the pretty room and it's where we keep all the stemware and everything like that well that's uh, a protected zone so it's a safe place to put a puzzle we're nowhere near being done but i had a podcast on for the kids like just a bible stories podcast one night while we were listening and the like word of the day was compassion and i don't know what it did for the kids but danged if her just saying the word compassion over and over and over again didn't just get me mm-hmm. I mean I, I didn't get up and like do something crazy but it it mm-hmm. now that word is like on the forefront of my mind and part of being aware of your compassionate feelings or then finally taking action in your compassion is is gratitude I mean like yeah you're like oh, I better zip my lips you know because Mm -hmm. when you are when you look at other people with empathy and with compassion for what they're experiencing whether it's um something really close and immediate in your community or on a screen um it's it's sort of arresting and it's pretty nasty mirror (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's a pretty truth-telling mirror you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's kind of what's been going on with me and it was this it was brought on by this little cheesy super cheesy kids podcast we were listening to where she just the word was said about 82 times I couldn't get away from it I can't get away from it yep yep it is it's it's you're right it's often those little things that just they hit your heart in a certain way they hit your ear in a certain way and I think it's such a wonderful reminder from the Lord to just be like hey just just keep going you know be steadfast and then don't fret, mm-hmm. don't fret. And um, anyway, yeah, that's a wonderful thing. I was, I was home with Juliet last week from church. She had a fever, so I stayed home with her. And whenever I stay home, I always put on RC Sproul. It's hard to explain. If you guys don't know RC Sproul with Ligonier Ministries, stop this podcast. <laughs> right, stop please listening. just turn us off. <laughs> And put RC Sproul on. You yeah. can download the Ligonier app for free. And you can listen to all of RC's sermons on there. This is a man I just, I have nothing but love for him. He's he's passed away now. Passed, but um, yeah. anyway, I'm listening to this sermon that RC did on fearing God. And he wasn't it wasn't anything like mean i mean he's not like a charismatic or or a hellfire and brimstone no 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 yeah yeah it it was just like let's go through this passage let's talk about let's talk about what fearing the lord looks like and you know i think about like 
David in the Psalms, like when I close my eyes, you are there. When I'm when I'm here, you're there. When I'm here, you're there. You know. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so RC gets done with this sermon, and I like by the end, I'm shaking in my boots, but like in a wonderful way. It it was mm-hmm. that same kind of thing where it was just like when it's just fear the Lord, fear the Lord, fear the Lord. That doesn't mean be scared. Mm-hmm. It means like it's like you fearing Niagara Falls, you know, which God created. Like holy cow, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of water. That's a lot of that's a lot of power. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was so good. It was just from a couple weeks back. If you guys want to check out that one, it was wonderful. But yeah, um, how much better would we be at homemakers if, frankly, we feared the Lord more? But like the way that that manifested was compassion, mm-hmm. you know, softness, empathy, generosity, long suffering. Um, Ooh, that one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> do you like that one? <laughs> oh man, do you like it's that such one? Such a good word. It yeah. is. It, it is, is a good, a good word. word. Hmm. We have all these beautiful opportunities. I feel like as homemakers, and I gotta tell you, like full disclosure, I'm making my children baby books for Christmas, and I have spent. The better part of eight we eight months gathering together all the pictures from all of them, from their baptisms, mm-hmm. from their births. Mm-hmm. Like they they exist everywhere, but like not in in a tangible way. So I'm working on putting these together. So last night I almost got Juliet's completely finished, and man, it made me. It made me. I actually thought I'm turning into Angela uh, <laughs> because now I'm like this just crazy nostalgic i want to just gobble them up you Mm -hmm. know and just the two Mm -hmm. years since we started this podcast i I went from my youngest being four you know to my youngest being like she sat and read me a book this morning and i just thought what yeah it's it's all gone it just feels like it's all slipping away and i know that that's not true but i told Stu this morning i'm ready for grandbabies like i can't wait i could smell her I could I could feel my lips on her cheeks. I could oh, feel stop. I can, the corners I can, of her mouth. Yeah, yeah. Know, I can feel my some. kid's skin under my lips. Yeah, I can still feel it. I can it. feel it. Sometimes yep. when I hug them, if I touch them in the right spot, not to sound pervy, but like when you get like a hug and you're like, oh, you're uh, yeah. you still, yep. you know, yep. I still feel you. Oh, I, I call it mama lust. I mean, like I lusted after my kids. There was yeah. like this primal uh, yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> it was. It, it was like yeah. I could see pictures of her as a baby. It's like I could smell her little neck and like, oh, man. And it was just so sweet. There's this picture in there. It's done very tastefully. It's very dark. Um, I'm in my kitchen and I had a nursing chair in my kitchen, ladies. This was before the podcast, but like I had a cushy, really nice upholstered chair in my kitchen purely for nursing all the babies. <laughs> and it was really wonderful. It was this really sweet time of my life where you just got to stop washing the dishes, feed the baby, go back to washing the dishes. I but loved that. I get to stop so, now. Yeah. 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 I'm going to sit down. Somebody else take mm-hmm. the garbage out. I got to nurse mm-hmm. the baby. Mm-hmm. This is really sweet. You know, I really savored Juliet, nursing Juliet because she was my last one. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just holding her. She's probably almost a year old and I have her finger. I have her hand, you know, and I'm kissing her fingers. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I mean, when you, when you turn, oh, it's going to make me cry. Like, when you turn your eyes to these just sweet, beautiful things that you get to 
savor as in, in life, you know, you don't have to have kids to have that feeling. Mm-hmm. It could be with your parents or your siblings or your best friend or your husband or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, it just makes all the other stuff seem so dumb and so futile mm-hmm. and so not worth ruffling your feathers over. You know, like when I think even now what we've been able to experience, what an incredible gift that is. Sorry. Yeah. Have a lot of hormones today, ladies. Oh my gosh. I got to um I'll this person shall remain nameless, but if you pay attention, you probably know who I'm talking who I'm talking about. But I got to um well I do the haircuts, so we already talked about that a few weeks mm-hmm. ago. But I was allowed to style the hair. Okay. I thought I was going to like have the vapors. Like just being so close to this person and smelling them and being allowed to touch them, mm-hmm. I was like, I can't even. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh-huh. So beautiful. You're it's so, so beautiful. beautiful. It was all I could do. No, like I was. It was all I could do not to be like, you are so beautiful to me. Like mm-hmm. that would be terrible. Mm-hmm. But you want to say it. You want to say yeah. it. Yeah. And wouldn't the world be a sweeter place if? All children have the gift of growing up with parents that lusted after them, that just mm. just loved them. And not in a you can have whatever you want way, but in right. like a, just a heartfelt devotion to to loving them, to mm-hmm. to living for them. I mean, yeah, it's my life for yours, truly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Dang it, Shay. I'm sorry. We ended last you month. You did crying too. I got a problem. You guys. Oh, we did. We did. We, I have yeah, a you problem. are becoming me. I'm sorry. I know. What, I don't what's know what's next? Happening. Abba and Elvis? I don't know. Like- <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We have a joke uh, in our family. Like, oh, we PMSing pretty hard, huh? Every time I cry, we PMSing pretty hard. <laughs> I, if I start crying, I just go, coming in hot. <laughs> exactly. Step away. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just, just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. Junior goes, you're not going to cry, mom, are you? My I six-year-old. Know. Don't cry, mom. Whoa, this isn't one of those crying times, right? Don't cry, mom. <laughs> he always thinks cry- that I'm sad. Like, he yeah. just is like, please don't cry. I love yeah. you. Please don't cry. It's so yeah. cute. It's so sweet how they mm-hmm. want to take care of you. What if you could have heirloom linens that didn't end up on next year's garage sale? What about investing once in an American-made product designed to last a lifetime? Shay and I both dress our beds and our bathrooms in sheets and towels from American Blossom Linens, and you can too, by visiting AmericanBlossomLinens.com and using our exclusive coupon code, HomemakerChic20, for 20% off. Our friends at American Blossom Linens are dedicated to bringing us quality American-made linens that can stand the test of time and be beautiful at the same time. We affectionately call them modern vintage. They are soft and plush and gorgeous, and we know you will love them as much as we do. So visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use the coupon code HomemakerChic20 for 20% off. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Tubes & Co., Tubes & Co. believes in skincare products that nourish and restore and come from simple, wholesome ingredients. Emily began crafting skincare and makeup from her farmhouse kitchen after discovering how organic tallow, high-quality cold-pressed olive oil, 
and other quality natural ingredients made a huge difference in her skin and in her family's wellness. Now, Toops & Co. has expanded to not only include beautiful skincare, but also wonderful makeup products. These are products that I use on my skin every single day. I wash with the charcoal bar, and then I move on to the glow serums and the hydrating serums, all the makeups, all the bronzers, all the highlighters, the mascara, the eyeshadow. It's all so clean and so good. Visit toopsandco.com and use the coupon code HOMEMAKERSCHIC for a 10% discount. Last year, we finally took the jump into the freeze-drying world with a beautiful new freeze-dryer from Harvest Dry, and we are so glad that we did. As a homemaker and gardener, these freeze-dryers have the very important job of making sure that nothing, whether it's a bountiful crop from the garden or leftover soup from Sunday supper, go to waste. These incredible machines are very versatile. You can use your freeze-dryer to preserve dairy, meat, produce, and even complete meals. Here's the very best part. Everything is completely automatic. You literally just fill the freeze-dryer trays, push the start button, and walk away. Preserving food can be that simple. Freeze-dried foods last for 25 years in your cupboards and will maintain taste and color and flavor. The food retains nearly all of its nutritional value, and home freeze-dried food costs one-third the cost of store-bought, which means your freeze-dryer from Harvest Right will pay for itself in no time. This is the perfect season to order your freeze-dryer so you can have it set up and ready for spring and summer bounty, whether you're freeze-drying fruits, vegetables, herbs, milk, or even eggs. Harvest Right machines are the best on the market and will soon become an invaluable player of your preserving kitchen. Visit bit.ly forward slash Harvest Right Homemaker or click the link in the show notes to shop your new home freeze dryer system from Harvest Right today. Homemaker Chic listeners, we are so excited to introduce you to our newest sponsor, Alaska Gold Seafood. This is the seafood that Angela and I have been stocking our freezers with for years because it is so incredibly delicious. They catch it in the waters of Alaska and deliver it right to your doorstep. This is a fisherman-owned cooperative that focuses on quality and service. They offer customers hook and line caught wild salmon, halibut, black cod, rockfish, and more. They are a pillar of the community in Sitka, Alaska. Alaska Gold offers small boats, independent fishermen with co-op values. Visit alaskagoldbrand.com and use the coupon code HOMEMAKERSEAFOOD for 10% off your first order. Um, mm-hmm. I was crying this morning over. I didn't want to tell Juliet that I was crying over her, but I, I was. I was still very uh-huh. weepy from having done her baby book. And okay. So I'm kind of crying to stew about this, like tears are coming down. And, and mm-hmm. she comes up to me and she said, Mom, <laughs> do you think in the new heavens and the new earth, there will be babies? And she goes, maybe I could ask to be a baby again so that you could be happy. <laughs> You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> like, you, she would. She would be that one who'd be like, I'll sacrifice. I'll remain a baby for the rest of my life. If it Benjamin my Button. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. One more flashback. This person who I got to style the hair. <laughs> when this person was five, that Trace Atkins song, You're Gonna Miss This, was playing yeah. on the radio. Juliet was a baby and sitting in a beanbag and Amelie was playing on the floor and he was with me and I'm 
frigging sobbing <laughs> in the living room. And he takes me by the shoulder, five years old. And he goes, don't worry, mom, I'll go slow. <gasps> oh, no, he didn't. Yes, he did. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I'm like, and every day when I, when like when he turns the corner and walks out of the room, I go, you lied. Why would he say that? You lied to me. Jeez. <laughs> they have no idea. <laughs> they have no idea. Ooh. Okay. Coming in hot. <laughs> Watch out. Um, Cue the wine music. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I got to tell you guys something. Okay. Okay. And I debated whether I was going to share this. Oh, jeez. Here we go again. <laughs> in the vein of being too forward. <laughs> This might be controversial. Oh, jeez. Are you kidding? I'm You're giving kidding. us all I'm the kidding. things? Oh, If you're um, new to the show, gird okay. your loins when Shay says no, listen, this might kid, be controversial. If you have kids listening, just just maybe pause it for a sec. This isn't bad, but what I'm going to talk gonna about... What are you going to say? I'm going to talk about lady things. I want to talk about lady things. Okay? She's hemorrhaging. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> Is that what you're going to tell us? I got to talk to you guys about these period underwear that we mentioned. <laughs> I need to talk to you about this. I haven't even talked to Angela about this. Remember how we talked about it? We've talked about these on yeah. multiple episodes and a bunch oh, of Oh, my guys... Instagram messages like blew up. Right. You guys sent us a ton of Ugh. like, maybe try this kind or I like Do these buy ones, this one. Like Don't this one. buy Do that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> I took it as a personal challenge as an experiment so that I could report back to you. And I ordered some. Okay. I ordered like the, the medium weight and the heavy weight and the lightweight and... I, this was my first cycle in which I got to use said period underwear. Okay. Not they're, a sponsor. They're, they're very nice. They're very pretty. Yada, yada. <laughs> um, so I'm wearing them and like going through the first like three days of my period. And I'm like, oh my gosh, these, these work. And at the risk of sounding too much, like it felt kind of nice to just like not be blocking anything. It was just like, all right, this is what's happening now. Okay. So it felt very wonderful and like liberating to just let it be. Okay. But here's the thing. <laughs> they sell these ones that are like also for incontinence, basically. Like, okay. <laughs> So it's meant to like, they're like, this is like the heaviest weight that our sewing machines can make. And this is for if you accidentally wet your pants or if you, you know, are apparently one of these people who hemorrhage when they have their lady cycle. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I mean, it's, they're intense. And uh, I got to tell you, it kind of hurts my feelings to be like, this is the biggest (laughs) one we can make. And I bled through it in like 30 minutes. And oh, it, it kind of is hurting my feelings a little bit. Because I'm like, this for a normal person, apparently this is like as big and bad as it gets. Um, so I can, all that's to report. I can say absolutely for like five days of it. The, you know, like the starting and the ending. I think they're very wonderful. They wash up very well. Just run a load by themselves. But I don't really know 
I mean, I think I just would need to use Depends <laughs> for that day, for that, like, you know, 48 hours where, or am I, is something wrong with me? I don't know. That's how I feel when you like read articles and they're like, the average woman loses two tablespoons of blood per menstrual cycle. I'm like, per 10 minutes? Like, what are you talking That's about? What That's like- what happens while I'm running down the hallway, let alone all week. Yeah, I don't quite know what. I don't know how to take that. I don't know how to take that. I take it as insulting. I'm like, do you have a bigger one? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Something wider and like, bigger. Like a pillow topper? <laughs> yeah. Me- memory, foam? memory foam? Memory <laughs> foam? <laughs> like a your mama joke? <laughs> anyway, that's where we are. Oh my goodness gracious. That's where we are. Shay. Just thought I'd let you know. Well, that was a quite a pendulum swing there. Sorry, I just wanted to let. It's okay. I, I just wanted to let you guys know. Uh, <clears throat> I do think for young ladies, it could be a potentially very nice thing, because, you know, that's a lot of they don't have to like worry about carrying the thing into the bathroom. Like they genuinely do. Like you could go a solid day, you know, just like have a pair for each day, except for if you had a bunch of children. Okay, I'm sorry. I have to make a confession based on what you just said. What? The other day, my girls and I, we were Googling um, like the tampon ads from In Living Color and Sarah and Live. Oh my gosh. And we laughed so hard. I thought we were going to like cough up a spleen. They were so I funny. I haven't seen them the, for so long. The ones about like being discreet when you ask for one. And like carrying it to the bathrooms and nobody right. knows like yeah. what you're smuggling from your friend from one purse to another. Sure. Oh my gosh. Sure. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like a whole underground <laughs> thing men don't even know about. Oh, they were You get so in the bathroom good. and you like got tampon shoved up your sleeve. Exactly. Flies right? out to your palm so you can use it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think uh, I think these would be really sweet for, for young ladies. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay. So, I'm gonna let you, go. you come up with some sort of a segue because I'm um, speaking my eyes of are wine, burning from laughing. Are we going? Are we doing wine now? Is that what you wanted me to segue for? Sure. <laughs> sure, you. It's wonderful. <laughs> this part of the show is sponsored by DryFarmWines.com forward slash Homemaker Chic. If you have never ordered wine from Dry Farm, we invite you to because we're going to give you an extra bottle for a penny. So you can order uh, as many bottles as you want. I mean, go for it. It's the holidays. You know you're going to need it. Either because your mother-in-law makes you crazy or because you're entertaining and you need to no, stock up. No, don't drink I'm because kidding. your mother-in-law makes you crazy. <laughs> that was a joke. That was humor, Shay. <laughs> Um, they're going to give you an extra bottle for a penny. So when you order three, you'll get four. When you get six, you'll get seven. Twelve, you'll get thirteen. And um, you can do that by visiting dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic biodynamic, no sugar added, no GMO yeast, no purple dye, mm-hmm. no nastiness. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did. We did have this this weekend. Um, I've never had this one before. It's a 2020 brute. Uh, I don't know how to say this region. This is too many vowels in a French word, even for me. B U G 
EY. I guess I could have Googled it, but it's 100% Chardonnay and it's a bubbly, not a champagne. Can you show me? Mm-hmm. Really very basic. Just a little tiny label. Okay, I've had that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Are you of the school of thought that champagne or sparkling wine mm-hmm. is not from mm-hmm. the champagne region, that it turns everything into a, like, it's automatically a party. It's automatically like an event. Because yes. I like, I drink that by, like, I don't want to say by myself. But, like, you almost I, said by, by yourself. Myself. <laughs> I do. I don't have a thing against like having a glass of wine by myself. Yeah. I'm an adult. I have a lot of self-moderation. Like it's right. not a thing for me. But like, um, like I'm just as likely to pour a glass of bubbles on a Monday while I'm making dinner as I am to have it out at a party. And I do um, think it makes it feel special. I, I do really enjoy bubbly. And I thought they, I was thinking about my subscription with Dry Farm the other day because I get 12 reds and three bubbly. And I thought, I wonder if I should just switch it to bubbly. I enjoy it so much. Yeah. It is like a like, yay. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. I enjoy I, it with I just dinner. Enjoy and, it. Yeah, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get uh, two two bubbles. That seems to be the right pacing for me. <laughs> two, I mean, like not two bottles, two boxes. <laughs> I got really upset the other day because unlike your UPS driver, mine is a rule follower. And I even told him that. I'm like, oh, so you're one of those goodies that obeys the rules, apparently, huh? Mm-hmm. When he came to the door the other day, I think I sort of took him aback. Mm-hmm. Like, you could just leave face. it. Do I look older like, than 21? Come on. Yeah, you could just leave it. Like, you come here every single day. You know who we are. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. But right. I missed him. So I <laughs> called them. I'm like, could you please have him turn around? Oh, we're not allowed to do that. I'm like, I just saw him. He's down the road. He's right we there. past each other. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Wave as you go by. That's what we do with our UPS around. <laughs> like, what's that uh, old John Candy moving? You're going the wrong way. No, Planes, John trains, and automobiles. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, okay. com forward slash homemaker chic. There's a link below this. Uh, I was going to say video. I'm obviously on YouTube. Right? Uh, YouTube. Whatever the heck we're doing right now, there's a link below it. You can Show click notes. it. Okay. Go shopping. Have at least have some bubbles on hand. Give it a try. See how you like the flavor. See how it makes you feel. The three sparkling wine box would be a really great, wonderful place to start for the holidays and would also make a fabulous gift if you're not sure what to give somebody, like your boss or a coworker or yourself. Yep. There you go. Okay. Today. We are talking about taking care of business when it comes to our <clears throat> clothes and what we wear. Mm-hmm. So I put on a new clean pressed shirt for the occasion. Oh my gosh, I got it. I told you. <gasps> I, I it was t- like, an, if you have small children, you may cover their ears right now. <gasps> this was like a near sexual experience. <laughs> this thing made me so happy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but a homemaker needs something. <laughs> this stupid iron that Shay has been talking about for weeks is everything she said it was. I told you. I smiled. Let yeah. me rephrase that. I smiled as though. Okay. I smiled. Edit. It was wonderful. <laughs> I sat back rather pleased with myself and smoked a cigarette. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness, Shay. It just like sandblasts your clothing. It just goes. It's so pleasurable. It's a, it's just a one swipe. Hours of my life have gotten, come back to me. Hours. I had, so I had this, uh, so we're going to talk about clothing. I'm like a Ralph Lauren junkie, evidently. Um, I had a Ralph Lauren navy blue, like cotton with green satin lined blazer. Because, you know, Ange and her blazers. Just wrinkle, just a disaster. Just a disaster. Maybe I spent three minutes ironing it. Maybe. That was the first thing I did. I'm like, we were going to go in for the doozy, a wrinkled blazer. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I know. It it really has eliminated. I used to have it on my to-do list to take certain things to the dry cleaners every week, to to get certain things pressed. There was even one time I was really desperate, and I took all of my tablecloths in to get them pressed because I was so behind Mm -hmm. because my ironing was taking me so long. So I took them all in and I left crying with my tail between my legs because I was like, I could have just bought all new tablecloths for how much that costs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was so expensive. So a couple of seasons ago, we talked about <coughs> taking care of dry Excuse cleaning me. yourself at home, which you can absolutely do. And because we have thousands of new listeners here, let's talk about right. that because you do not need to take your clothes to the dry cleaner. Okay. People take clothes to the dry cleaner because a lot of times the tag says dry clean only. And the reason Mm -hmm. that those garments often say dry clean only is because they require some special care that the average laundry doer is not capable of giving them. They just sort of assume everyone's going to dump it all into the washing machine, throw in their Tide, whites and darks together, and then throw it into the dryer. Mm-hmm. Not all garments, you know, can you can do that with. And so in an effort to just sort of keep this from coming back on them, they'll just put the little tag in, just dry clean it. Give it to somebody who knows what they're doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But do you remember the method that we talked about for dry cleaning? I don't. Okay. Because, no, I don't remember because I used to buy this kit, which I'm sure had chemicals as well. Okay. Um, let me just like Dryel or something like that. But you tell me because I let me just change everybody's life right now. Okay. Okay. So I keep two baskets in my laundry room. One's for dry clean clothes, um, <clears throat> and then one's for ironing. And so as things sort of come through the laundry, I just have a quick spot to throw it, and that way, when I want to take care of my dry cleaning clothes, I can just do it all in one sweep. So all you need to do is fill up a sink or a plastic tub or your bathtub or whatever you have, anything that will hold water, fill it up with lukewarm water and add a few drops of your laundry detergent, a very small amount, put your garment in there and just very gently massage your garment with your fingers. Okay. I'm not talking about like wringing it. I'm not talking about like washboarding it. I'm talking about like massaging it. Let it hang out in there. Come back. Massage it again. Like I'm talking five or ten minutes. Nothing crazy. Okay? Drain the water. Fill it back up with clean water. Do the same. Drain out the water. Fill it up with clean water and do the same. Like you can see why like a sink or like a plastic tub in your bathtub. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of that way you don't need to use a ton of water. Um, and then it's really once all the soap is rinsed out. All the grime has been left up, like lifted off because of this water and the soap. Then 
<coughs> you want to get the water, the excess water out of it. Mm-hmm. But you do not want to wring it because a lot of times these are like a blazer where it needs to keep its shape or a wool sweater. Yeah. You yeah. can wash wool sweaters the same way. Just use cold water. Um, anyway, and so like you just need to kind of, I just sort of press the garment against the side of whatever I'm using, whether it's a tub or a sink, just sort of press it to get the bulk of the water out. And then I hang it on a hanger and let it air dry completely. And then I iron it. And that's it. No chemicals. Hmm. You just have, you just need to wash it very gently. Do it when you're in the right frame of mind, when you have the right music going. Don't manhandle this thing. Hmm. Anyway, that's it. Isn't that silly? Isn't it silly Mm -hmm. that you think we get in our cars and spend gas money to go take it to a place to douse it with chemicals? Yeah. Uh, The chemicals are really bad. Yeah. They're, I quit dry cleaning my clothes like, Probably 25 years ago. And I wasn't a big dry cleaner, but I would take stuff in and, yep. and have it done. Um, and I read an article about miscarriage and dry cleaning clothes. Oh, don't go there. That, that, no, well, I did. I mean, that the, especially the, even the people that work as dry cleaners have a much higher rate of miscarriage than the average statistic. And women that wear dry clean clothes. Um, I read that the chemicals, some of the chemicals, this is a long time ago, okay, but are... Um, what they use to clean jet engines with <laughs> and you can do there's a lot of research and things you can read out there to help you understand sort of it's nasty business mm-hmm. um nasty nasty and they said you know if you have to dry clean you know like at least like hang it outside for days <laughs> oh, in the yikes. fresh air <clears throat> pretty bad it's extremely 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 toxic that's why it smells like that when you go in there yeah um, it's really bad. Okay. So well, that's good to know. That. I don't remember you sharing that with us. So yeah. That's, it's really it's interesting. Like, it's, it's silly, easy to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just not complicated. And, you know, taking care of, um, oh, this is fun. Okay. So did, I don't remember if I shared this last week, but for the first time, Stu and I have a closet. Did we talk about this? I think so. So our clothes have been in cardboard boxes for, um, a year. A long time. Yeah. And it feels, I feel so grateful to like have my clothes in a drawer and have my clothes hung up. And I don't mm-hmm. have a ton of clothes. I try to keep it actually fairly pared down, but it has sparked this new piece of me that just delights in laundry. And if you ever would have told me that, I would have punched you in the nose because it laundry was a massive burden to me. And I don't know if it's because, like, maybe you just get better at taking care of business. But, like, mm-hmm. it's one of those things. It's like, this ain't going away, so I guess I'll get good at it. Mm-hmm. And whether it's ironing or doing your dry cleaning at home or, like, it, it to me, like, I find it very <coughs> pleasurable to, like, take the filth of the day and make it beautiful again. Mm-hmm. Make it clean. Make it smell pretty. And um, anyway, it's just... It's really fun and it's got me really focused on like what pieces are in there, what's their purpose, what do they what do they say? You know, this is why we love clothes. They're an expression of ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's a way that we get to 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 express that to the world. I think that's a really mm-hmm. beautiful thing. Um I know storage has always been an issue. So when you say you don't have a lot of clothes, do you how how many 
like, do you shop per need or do you shop like if something if you see something when you're out, do you get it or do you do you shop a few times a year with the seasons or just for occasion? Like how how do you question? I don't go shopping. I like I don't see stuff out because I don't go to stores like that. I just never, ever go to stores like that. We also don't really have stores like that where I live. Mm -hmm. Like we have a Macy's uh, and a Target. (laughs) Like we just don't really have clothing Mm -hmm. stores. So Mm -hmm. typically everything that I buy, I tend to buy online. And typically I do, I do buy by need. Um, I love beautiful things. And if I come across something, I'm not like, oh, well, I only allow myself to have three blouses. So I won't buy it. But we have a set budget for our family. And so I also know, like, if I buy something that that uh, that comes out of that balance, you know, it's like we've got a limit each month that we can afford to spend on clothes. So we tend to buy by season. So last week we just had to go and make sure everybody had like warm socks and make sure everybody had some pairs of jeans. Right. Last year. And this is when it gets fun. And when you start to take care of your things and and. You stop changing your style and you have this, it kind of can last and go on. So like I pulled all my winter stuff out a couple of weeks ago and I last year had got on Poshmark. If you guys are new, check out Poshmark because you can say, oh, I love Ralph Lauren. What do you got in my size? Right. And a lot of times there's stuff still with tags on it or really gently used clothing items. So last year I got on and said, hey, I want 100% pure wool sweaters like made in Ireland (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I bought three Um, and they're still in great shape. I mean, that's so, and I I did not pay a lot of money for them. I mean, they were like 25 or $30 a piece. And and one of them was hand knit. I'm like, this would take Mm -hmm. me 35 years to make this. Right. Um, Anyway, so so it was really fun to be able to pull those out and be like, they're still in great shape. They were they were packaged up. The mice didn't get into them. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to wash them once. They'll be ready to kind of wear for the season. And th- that that's like one of those homemaking, like, not like a pride point, but just pleasure point. Of like, hey, mm-hmm. look, I got the sweaters. There they are. Yeah, it's, I did it. Fun. I was responsible last year. And yeah, it worked. Yeah. yeah. And it's not mm-hmm. like the the ones where you're just like, oh, throw that away. Like the armpits are rotted out of that one. The neck stretched out of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so yeah, it tends to be more by need. And we just try to get, we try, we're trying to like level up each time that need comes so yes. that we don't have to replace things as often. Okay. <clears throat> that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another example that a lot of people don't think of, like leather shoes versus like faux leather so like i don't i don't do faux leather shoes okay it, that is to it, me that is like i might as well just stand over the toilet and burn my money and flush it like in that order uh it rubs off you look at you look at them wrong and they scratch i remember i i was not my most gracious but you know you're talk about running hot like when your vehicle is duct taped together and every penny is, I remember I got um, one of my kids faux leather Mary Janes. I always bought my daughter's Mary Janes. I sewed her dress. I was so proud. She looked so beautiful. It was for a 
family get together at the holidays and um, a family member took them to the park and let her like go down the slide on her stomach and blah, blah, blah. And just like totally wore the shoes. Mm-hmm. Like in an afternoon. Scraped in an afternoon. And I was so upset. This person had no idea knowing that that fourteen ninety nine was like the end of the world for me. Yeah, that I paid for those new sh- those new shoes, and I was like, "That's it." Yeah, never again. Yep, I was just devastated. Like that, I needed those to last me like all season. Those mm-hmm. were the church shoes. Those were the birthday shoes. Those were the Christmas shoes. Like, yeah, yep, yeah. So I just don't do. I don't do Target. Well, I don't buy two shoes at Target. That's yeah. like a general rule. They're too cheap. I don't, yeah, I don't buy fake shoes. Yeah. They, you can't take care of them. Right. I mean, that is why the Lord made shoe polish and leather, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know not everybody can afford leather shoes and I understand that, but you can thrift. You could go to Poshmark. But I went to the kids stuff and yeah. you could, you can find stuff at resale shops if you know what you're looking for. That's what um, I did. I went to upsale, resale shops, and I'd check yeah. them to see, like, how pronated they were. Most of the time, they were brand new because somebody didn't want to wear them. Yeah. And I'd get, you know, um, hush puppies or whatever, like, really yeah, good, sturdy yeah. for growing feet. And, yeah, I'm kind of just... Yep. That was the one. I, I broke my rule then. Like, even when I had no money, I was like, my mom raised me. We would always go to the little lady. We used to go to this little store. This lady had the store in the front of her house where I grew up. And that's what we would buy. We would buy hush puppies. Hush puppies. Brand new pair of Mary Janes for kindergarten. Yep. Brand new pair of Mary Janes for first grade. And so that was sort of always instilled in my mind. One year, we got a puppy and the dog ate my Mary Janes. My mom had the same reaction that I, as I did with oh, the yeah. leather shoes being worn on the playground slide. Holy cow, it's amazing that dog lived another day. Yep. Um, well, but, and, and the thing yeah. is, is like you can't, you can't always <clears throat> afford, you know, I can't afford. You can't afford like now, even though even though we're not even in our twenties anymore and really struggling like we were. But um, you can't just overhaul the whole thing all at one time. It's right. overwhelming. It's too expensive. And so, when I think of like taking care of business when it comes to clothing or t- to shoeing, mm-hmm. I think of mm-hmm. putting your finger on what it is that you want. For example, like as soon as you said hush puppies, I was like, oh, my word, Juliet would look so cute in hush puppies. Like, right. Mm-hmm. You have you have an idea of what you're trying to do so that mm-hmm. when the time comes for you to replace a child's pair of shoes or your underwear or whatever, you know what you want. And that way you, you're not suckered into what's cheap. Or what's well, and the, just the emotional, whim, like, oh, I'm at the grocery yeah. store and I'll just grab some underwear from the clothing department and yeah, not think about what you, chemicals they're sprayed with or yep. you get emotional mm-hmm. about it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so tired of wearing these jeans. They don't button it. Blah, blah, blah. And then yep, you just yep. grab whatever you can um, as fast as you can because you just got to deal with it. So yep. when I if in my dream, whereas I'm thinking about this, it would be great to have a running list of needs in your family what clothing people should have, what, what, what gaps there are, what, what needs to be filled. And then, mm-hmm. you know, um, I would really like to fill those gaps in this way. Mm-hmm. And then over time, ladies, like it builds, it snowballs. And 
all of a sudden you replace the the really cheap shoes with a nicer shoe and it la you know and then as another season goes on and oh and by the way they've got some really nice jeans because we when we replaced the pants we replaced them with this you know this pair or that pair that we really wanted and then a few years down the road you've done it mm-hmm. you're and there. with the kids you're you're able to give them as hand-me-downs you know it's not just one i have clothing that my boys are wearing. like somebody wore it before my oldest did then yep. my oldest wore it then julian wore it and now junior's wearing it yep because it was good clothing yep that's why i love carhartt pants frankly mm. carhartts and wranglers like my kids don't even dress like they live on a farm necessarily but they freaking last, man. Like, I'm inheriting ones from my nephews, and I think they're the third people to wear them or four. I should look into that because that's actually where I am right now with my boys. They, the knees are just gone. It's the knees. They're gone in a week. Like, yeah. yeah. What am I going to – what are you wearing to church? Like, you wore that every, like, navy blue trouser or whatever, just worn down, shredded. Yeah. But see, here's okay. the thing. Carhartt jeans for kids – expensive Mm -hmm. they are they're they're not cheap but here's the other cool thing all you need is a couple pairs because Mm -hmm. you're also taking care of business in the laundry room aren't you Mm -hmm. so like if they have enough you know to just hit laundry days then it's fine it's fine they can wear them for two or three days have a second pair wear them for two or three days church slacks on Sunday and then mm-hmm. laundry day the next day. Um, and so you can see how these things sort of, they build, they build on themselves. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. For and sure. then you don't need, and even more so for pairs. you, for the, yeah. for mom and dad, because you're not probably fluctuating in size and yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is one of those patients game, you know, it is one of those long suffering sorts of situations um, to to get your wardrobe to a place where you're probably really going to be happy with it. I think it's going to take time for people. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, clothes I are expensive. It, they are expensive. Even the cheap ones. Oh, the cheap ones are expensive. The cheap ones are worse than the sometimes like at target or whatever I lo- i'll look at something and i'll just think why would i buy this this is 27.99 and it's going to fall apart mm-hmm. like i will just go on poshmark and buy a label brand of this of something similar mm-hmm. and it will last me forever mm-hmm. yeah the cheap ones are outrageously expensive mm-hmm. or think. or you kind of have to decide what are the um, what are the things we'll go cheap on? And I'm using cheap in a very umbrella term because we, we've well, talked about fast. Yeah. Yeah, the the fast disgustingness fashion. of fast fashion and all this kind right. of stuff. But um, I'm just thinking like basics here. I would invest in really good shoeing and really good pants. And I'd be happy to buy like a package of cotton T-shirts, white T-shirts. Mm-hmm. And it's just like go tear up in those T-shirts. And we'll just mm-hmm. knowing that you're going to replace them. Um, because we, we do have farm boys and girls and they are in the dirt always. Right. So it, it's, right. it is different. Um, anyway, hmm. so you can, you can prioritize, you can prioritize for each people, for all the people. We went last week and got 
snow boots and made sure everybody had winter coats and gloves. Mm. Our kids do the farm chores, so they have to go out, rain or shine, snow or sleet or hail, and feed the chickens and feed the sheep right. and like do all this stuff. So it is important that they have the right gear that they need. Holy cow. Oh my gosh, Shay, it's so expensive. It's so expensive. I typically buy snow boots secondhand <laughs> because I, I can't rake out six people. Well, the eldest now, you know, he's got like proper work boots because he's employed. Sure. But no. Oh, it was. I, I, I'm getting secondhand boots for sure. And everybody gets sort of like um, a fashion coat, if you will. We call it, we always call them fashion boots, fashion coat. Like this is what you would include as like part of your outfit. You know, we have this really cute orange double-breasted gold button coat that all the girls have worn. It's a fashion coat. That's not a winter coat. Mm -hmm. Nobody's doing that chores in that, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but even just if they're going to like play outside in the muddy snow or do the chores, like that's... A lot of times it's going to be secondhand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. Or, you know, even Costco has like really great deals on coats sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stock up. My but sister texted that, that me just, the last time she was at Costco and she's like, I'm here. Do you want me to like Venmo me now and I'll grab it for you? And I was like, please do. Right. <laughs> but it's really expensive to mm -hmm. get everybody what they need. And I was it like, is. I'm like, this is it. If you want your ears to not get frostbitten, this is your hat. These are your earmuffs. Yep. Don't don't lose it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It is. If you guys are feeling the sting right now, there's the a, there's struggle a sting. Is real. There's a yeah, sting. It's a sting. I mean, I. Yeah. It just is. So. Yeah, but it's one of those things. It was like we just got to rip this bandaid off because. You know, going back to kind of what we were talking about, I know we're we're kind of drifting into just talking about clothing children, but like. I really do delight in my children and, and I delight in their mm. little appearance and teaching them how to be a person. And mm -hmm. um, like actually earlier this morning, Stu went and took and got went and got the boys' haircuts and they came in and they just looked so dapper and wonderful. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um, you do hit this point where you're like, I want I want you to like have a nice coat to wear, you know, like a fashion mm -hmm. coat to wear. And I want you to have matching socks and <laughs> I want you to not have pants with holes in the knees, you know? And, right. um, and where our family is definitely in that transition where everyone's a little bit more self-aware, just slightly more self-aware. And, mm -hmm. and that's a fun thing, but there, yeah, you got to be creative about how you go about it for sure. Yep. And if your neighbor's like, Oh, we got a bag of random snow stuff. Just say yes. Oh, I, out, I say yes to all snow gear. <laughs> I try to say no to like other garbage bags of hand-me-downs. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to sort through it and yeah. whatever I don't like. There might be like a core wardrobe piece for one of the kids, but I don't, I would rather shop for the hand-me-downs myself. I don't really like when mm -hmm. somebody just drops a bag off. I know that they're that's them being kind, wonderful, but it overwhelms me. Mm -hmm. Smells like laundry detergent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's usually like, and I'm like, oh my gosh, now I have to go through all of this. I would yeah. rather just shop secondhand for the kids but the exception is outdoor gear mm -hmm. every time mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah we're we're doing that right now with snow gear because apparently natalie if you're listening i blame jess 100 for this um my family is now a ski family 
my family is apparently going to, they're going skiing. They went last year. They loved it. Mm -hmm. We're like 20 minutes away from a destination ski resort. And uh, all the kids are like, we're definitely doing that again. And I said, if your dad wants to take you, you can definitely do that again. (laughs) You want to go skiing on Saturday? That's fine by me. Um, So that all that gear, you know, everyone's like, oh, I got we got ski boots or we got skis. I'm like, we'll take it. We'll take it until we get everyone all fitted out in their little Craigslist skis, you know, in third, fourth, fifth hand snow boots. Um, That's great. It's fun. I'm super glad they're learning. I never learned how to ski. So I'll be home making the bread but that's okay. Well, you can learn now. You'll be fine. I don't want to do downhill skiing. Oh. No. No. Nope. so fun. No, thank you, okay. though. I'll go cross-country skiing. My neighbor goes, Ew. he goes cross-country skiing in our, he just can go out, you know, we just go out our door and just go all yeah, around. Yeah, of course. That's what I'm going to do. Cross-country looks like torture. No, my friend Jody does it. I have a lot of friends who do it. There's tons of cross-country trails around here. Yeah, I don't enjoy it. I did that. Just, okay. No. All right. I'd rather fly down a hill. <laughs> No, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. For the past three years, I've encouraged women in their kitchen with new whole food recipes and instructional cooking videos. If you've been needing a little more pep in your step when it comes to cooking delicious food, I want to personally invite you right now to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com to get started. As a cooking community member, you will get five farm fresh inspired recipes each month created from my farm kitchen and delivered straight to you. I'll also send you an instructional video to go along with those recipes so that you can learn new skills and begin to enjoy new dishes and flavors. Together, we'll cook dishes like chicken milanese, plum and marzipan bread pudding, homemade harissa with summer vegetables, barley and wild mushroom salad, sourdough English muffins, caramel apple cake, wine poached pears with blackberries and bay, and so much more. The cooking community is a place of inspiration and community where you can visit with other home cooks on our circle group or simply enjoy the bountiful recipes that you'll find each month in your mailbox or inbox. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com right now. Choose the membership package that's right for you and let's get cooking. Hello homemakers, I am inviting you to join my Old World Design Society because creating a home isn't just about the homemaker's duties, it's also about creating beauty and having a home that is aesthetically pleasing and a reflection of your personal style. So if you lean towards a love of timeless style, then the Old World Design Society is just for you. Membership starts at just $5 a month, which means you can attend my monthly interior design classes and have access to the design forum where you can interact with design enthusiasts, both professional and amateur. There's even a quarterly magazine, print or digital, that comes with a free society membership. This fall, we're looking at interior design principles and how to incorporate those into our homes. The magazine will feature some incredible spaces from England, New England, and beyond. So visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. Our next design class will be in October after I get back from Paris, and I'd love to have you there. I will have plenty of Old World inspo for you. So select the basic membership or treat yourself to the magazine by visiting oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. I want to know because you've all these things like taking care of business in our clock. Mm-hmm. You've known all this for since you were a, a wee bear. Um, <laughs> what are you taking care of right now in your wardrobe or your closet? Um, well, I lost a lot of weight this year. So that 
felt good to like, I just kind of went through a couple years of just not being my regular size. And so to be back to that size has been really fun. Mm -hmm. And it's a relief. I always like if I can maintain my weight, I don't have to think as much when I'm getting dressed. It's like, oh, I'll just grab this and I'll grab this. Always need the spanks, but whatever, (laughs) you know, like, but um, so just sort of dialing that in like, okay, now whatever like kind of holdover clothes I bought myself during that period. I don't want those. I don't want to see those. So I got rid of all of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually when I went to Paris, I did go to Target and I bought tank tops and t-shirts, which I've just never been a, um, when I was younger, I was a huge tank top person. Um, Then with kids and nursing bras and whatever, I kind of like just got away from that and never really was a t-shirt person until like the last year and I am really enjoying like fun t-shirts like with graphics on them like I like I have a run DMC t-shirt and my daughter made me a really great one I saw a Selena one at Target the other day I'm like I gotta have that (laughs) um so that's fun and then I wear them with my blazer so I actually being in Paris um kind of got there and got like a feel for what people were wearing and Mm -hmm. I had enough with me that I'm like okay I can have some fun here and it was really enjoyable for me to dress a little bit more urban than I do here Mm -hmm. on the farm as far as like big fun clunky white tennis shoes with jeans I don't dress like that here you know I just wear my little loafers around the house or whatever um so I'm I got like my new blazer Mm -hmm. my navy blue one I was just telling you about and where I would have worn that with like a blouse like now I'm wearing that with like a white tank top underneath Mm. and so it's a it sounds cheesy don't laugh at me it's a little bit more edgier than I than my normal like classic personality but I'm actually really enjoying it I think because the weight is not there mm-hmm. as much so it's more enjoyable for me I don't know mm-hmm. um feels really good it felt really good to get rid of mediocre stuff that I didn't like but I needed to have clothing while I was heavier mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean I I I know some people like sort of punish themselves and they don't buy clothing when they're out of weight they don't want to be they just like decide to wear yoga pants and big t-shirts I didn't I don't do that. Like I, even with pregnancy, I always had to have like an outfit, but I never really loved what I was getting. So it felt really good to get rid of that stuff. Felt really good. I still find a lot of pleasure. I'm like the laundry security guard now. And in this like refining mindset that we're really in this season, when I see something Mm -hmm. come through the laundry, that's like had a stain that I've worked on multiple times that I just can't, I toss it. Stuff with hole, like holes in the knees, toss them. Socks that have huge holes in them because my kids no, wear them outside, I toss do not them. Do that. Yeah, um, go. Stuff with <laughs> like, you know, yeah, stain. It's like I'm just, just pull it out. It doesn't need to exist here anymore. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your service. Yeah. Thank you, you for may, your service. You may I love throwing stuff away. Can. I probably have issues. I love throwing stuff. Oh, I away. find. I also find pleasure. This sounds wrong. In burning stuff like. Like when we have our big bird piles outside, uh-huh. like we just uh-huh. did when we had all, we had cut our tree down. We had all these weird pieces of wood. We had this big stump. I'm like burn pile. And you just can go get all the trimmings of stuff. And like, mm-hmm. there's something, it's like laundry. It's like, this was dirty. This was messy. And now we're putting it right. Mm-hmm. And I think if the homemaker can like switch a little bit to, to find pleasure in that, then like your day could be just filled with pleasure because there's so many opportunities right. 
to take something that's messy, disorganized, um, and and put your hand to it and make it make it done really well. Uh-huh. I going back to the very beginning when we were talking about not complaining. Okay. Okay. I am very much with you. I'm very much tracking with you on this. And one of the ways that I'm I'm working on that in my own heart is to just really consume less, um, less of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm doing that by trying to train my mind to read fiction. I'm not a reader and it's not because I don't see value in it. I see the most value in it. Have a hard time sitting still. Hmm. I just have a hard time sitting still. And so I asked my friend Natalie, I said, give me a book that like I won't be able to put down. Something that I'll just really want to read so that I can I can get my mind going and like put things in my mind. Right. Okay. She gave me an Agatha Christie book, The Mountain, The okay. Man in the Brown Suit. Okay. And I'm already like I can't wait to get in bed and to read it tonight. And I'm only a little bit in, but it's so good. And I just thought about it cuz she talks about there's an orphan and she goes to live with this lawyer in London and she talks about the housewives there and how like they're not really even that good at being housewives. Like all their books are kind of left unkept and the bills are kind of left a little scruffy, a little unpaid, you know, and and Mm -hmm. how they're just like. They're not making it. They're just sort of, you know, they're all rich housewives. They just kind of hang around in the house all day, but they're not owning it. Okay, we want to be the type of people who own it, ladies. We want to be those kinds of homemakers. And that's when it's fun. Yeah. You know, I I said this when we first started the show, like. We have all sorts of different homemakers, so not everybody's homeschooling, not everybody has a million kids and staying at home or working from home. Every, everybody, there's so many different types of homemakers that listen to the show, but when people say they don't like homemaking or it's poo-pooed or I still think there's something to, maybe you don't like it because you're not good at it. Sure. Like, who likes a job they go to every day and they're not good at what if you had a career outside the home and you went every day and every task you put your hand to during the day was a fail? Yeah. So our equivalent is meals that bombed, stains that don't come out, bathrooms that are always dirty, tumbleweeds in the corners of the living room. You know, if we do not know how to get organized and create systems within our home and dial it in, yeah, who's going to love that? There's no pride to be had there. When you're ha- when you're when you do it and you do it good, yeah. that's when you are like, oh, yeah, I sort of like this. I love well, it that when my enjoyable. family's like, yeah. "What's for dinner?" and I'm like, "I'll tell you," because I know I've prepped it. The right? meat's cold. It's marinating. I'm ready to go. It's like, right? Then all of a sudden, I'm like, "Oh, well, we're having sweet and sour elk." Doesn't that sound delicious? As opposed to like, sweet really? And sour. Why would you ask me that? We just ate like three hours ago. Right. How dare you be hungry? How dare you be hungry again? Junior today, he goes, and guess what? I'm actually hungry again. (laughs) He said that to me. Um, My sweet little Juju is really keen to learn Italian with me. And what Italian, learning Italian looks like is a lot of listening to stuff in my headphones, but like a lot of vocab cards, just getting those words Mm -hmm. in there, putting up, building the library bank. One of the words I had today was snack. And I called William and I said, William, I'm going to teach you how to say this in Italian. And if you can say it to me in Italian, I would like a snack, please, mom. I'll let you have one. But until you can do that, 
gonna have to go hungry, son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and constant snacking, constant snacking. That one. How do you snay? How do you snay? How do you say? How I would do you like a snack. I don't remember. I don't remember the word for snack. It was new. Well, you don't get a snack. I'm not no asking cookie for, for a snack. you. I'll make my own. Um, oh gosh. I don't recall because it was just a new word today. It takes me a few days to get them in the old memory bank. Um, in French, it's un- there's one. It's angoute. It's like a little taste. I'm gonna look it up now. You have after school. It's making me crazy. Okay, okay hang on. Okay, <laughs> it's an easy word. Nope, that's not right. Sometimes Google Translate gives me the wrong word. Kels. Oh yeah, that can be scary stuff. Ah, uh, never mind. We'll come back to that later. Um, okay. okay, let's thank our season sponsor, and then let's transition into wrapping up with a few questions. So can you do that okay. while I pull up the questions? Yes, we would like to thank House of Tokoman Rugs. They We have one more week of this season, and then we're going into a homemaker holiday for four weeks. So we'd like to thank House of Tokoman. Uh, you can get a wonderful discount on a House of Tokoman rug. Visit hotrugs.net. What is our coupon code? Uh, homemaker 25 for 25% off any full-size rug. Um, yeah, I just, I have a runner that I got from Annabelle in House of Tokemon, uh earlier this fall, and it's been rolled up, and then I couldn't take it anymore, so I put it in front of my <laughs> kitchen sink. It looked fabulous. That's the thing about these rugs. They go in, like, just about every room of your house. And finally, a couple days ago, I tacked it down to the first set of stairs going to our second floor. It looks so pretty. Oh my goodness. It looks so pretty. <laughs> it looks so good. And the kids are there. They just said, we love this. It feels so great. No more like footprints on the stairs. Yeah. It looks wonderful. Yep. yep. Um, it's, it's such a pleasure. I, I know that rugs are like one of those things, but to me, my rugs, they make my home and I am, I, I just delight in them truly. Um, I feel like Annabelle does such a, there's nobody who does service like this anymore, you know, right. and and to go back to that time where you're just like, hey, this is kind of what I'm looking for. And, ooh, send me pictures of the space. What colors are you thinking? You know, what sort of styles do you like? I mean, she really goes above and beyond mm-hmm. in not only like pulling from her arsenal of what she has to offer, but sometimes like she'll have the, pe- the people like in Iran and they're like sending her pictures of the, oh, of the no. rugs at we market. Picked, and <laughs> yep. Her and I picked mine from Turkey. Yeah. She sent me like four <laughs> photographs. She's like, this is what they have. It'll take this long to ship it over. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's really, really exceptional. So if you're unsure or if you don't see something that would particularly fit your space on the website, then go over to Instagram, House of Tokumen. Um, we'll have a link below the show for that. So you can just click on over to Instagram. And just message her, send her a picture of your space. And she's, she's just so, so wonderful at, at helping people find what they need. So it really makes Mm -hmm. it a pleasure. Um, she's also now offers on her website, the affirm pay. So you can break your rug up into four payments or like I did one, one time. I don't like to get things before I've paid for them. It makes me very uncomfortable. So I Mm -hmm. like, I was like, just let me pay for half of it. And then and then when I pay for the other half of it, then you can ship it to me. Like, otherwise I can't enjoy it fully if I know I owe money on it. So anyway, right. she'll work with you on all that kind of stuff. So super grateful to House of Tokemon for sponsoring. Ho, make a shake. Um, yeah. Okay. 
Here's a question from Christine. If you guys would like us to send your questions over on Instagram, we're on there at Homemaker Chic Podcast. Um, okay. Hello, lovies. Lovelies. I was wondering if you could share ideas or tips for adding old world style elements to your kitchen and also your house as well. Okay. <laughs> I believe I have quite a few YouTube videos devoted to this topic. Um, I, I think, uh, so once a month I teach a design class and the most recent one from a few weeks ago, which you would get a recording of um, as a new society member right now, uh, we talked about um, pattern as a design principle. Mm. And I think that um, pattern is one of the ways you you really can add an old world flair to your house. And most of us old world junkies are doing that through different textures, So, which create a pattern. So stonework, brickwork, wallpaper, twall, curtains, you know, um, I think that when you're wanting to add a really authentic old world look to your house, leaning really heavily into um, different elements like that, like that the house might have been constructed from is going to really help give you that look. Mm -hmm. So whenever you can go for something authentic, like instead of picking the stone print wallpaper, add a few stones to your house, you know. Um, I did the brick paneling in my conservatory, but I skimmed it with concrete repair mix to make it look like it was really old and sort of falling apart and funky. Anytime you add those textures to your space, I think that really helps with an old world look. And the kitchen, I think, is like the old world spotlight. It's, yeah, the, it's easiest the easiest room in your house to create the old an old world look. Very much it's so. The easy, it's, a, it's a shoe in. It's the easiest. Yep. Yeah. And Whether if, it's butcher blocks, stone, brick, yep. you know, tile, it, that's, it's easy. Mm-hmm. It's also the easiest room to shop for in terms of just buying elements to bring in. So, like, if, mm-hmm. if you live in suburbia and... Okay, well, then you could look into wallpaper. You could look into, um, uh, I just had another thought. Oh, certain paint colors, right, that will hearken of a -hmm. a different time. But it's also the easiest place to add in like an old wood table or old wood cutting boards, old vintage cutting boards or Mm -hmm. um, neat old utensils that you find or antique copper pans. I mean, that, that one kicks it back really quickly. Really quick. It's a lighting. Supernatural you know? yeah. place to put. You've got lighting in there. It's a super easy place mm-hmm. to put in. Yeah, certain certain lighting, beeswax candles, stacks of plates and and stacks linens, of linens and yep. yeah, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that would kind of be what I would what I would try to do, Christine, is just find a kitchen that you like and figure out what it is about that that you like. You know, whether it's the color palette. Uh, whether it is like the texture, whether it's the layout, and then look at your space and figure out how you can do that or bring in those elements on your budget. And, you know, our kitchen has been through many, many, many transitions because it does take time, takes layers Mm -hmm. and time, and we're still not done yet. So be patient with the process. Um, Every little piece that you bring in, it's very much like your clothing, like we were just talking about. You might not be able to do it all at once, but, um, you know, start with a pan at a time, start with a vintage mm-hmm. tablecloth at a time. And, and then before you know it, you'll have built, uh, an old world kitchen. Right. And 
most of the time uh, the kitchen is a safe place to to create this look when you're working on a budget because um there's it's not frivolous it's most of what you're purchasing is really utilitarian and it's going to be it'll be a part of the way you run your kitchen yeah so most of us that are buying like stacks of old cutting boards we're actually using them they're not just sitting in the corner to look old and fabulous you you actually use the things in your old world kitchen mm-hmm yeah, it's got to be it's got to be that marriage of old and functional. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, somebody wants to know where you got your garland maker. I remember seeing that one come through. Do you recall? It's not mine. It's my friend's. And I think the name of it is going to escape me. They're extremely expensive. There's only one Why? on the market. That they're should not they're $500. They're, it's a $500 toy. That's insane. And that is why I don't have one yet. Yeah. Uh, uh, gosh, the name's escaping me. It's something like. It's something like a Costco. I think it starts with a C. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to get connected with them because I sort of blew up Instagram on that mm, the post one. where I showed it, and people are like, "I didn't even know that existed." Most people don't know it exists. It's kind of not really popular yet. Yeah. And I'd love to work with them. Yeah. Um. But I don't cost away, care away. I don't, I don't remember. Okay. But it's not cheap. And that's why it's hers and not mine. <laughs> I think I have, other than outside, I think I've given up on on real garlands this year. I, I get them every year and I bring them in and like they just make me nuts. Because I've got mm. three cats and um, a dog and four children and a small house. And they last for like three days. Then they get all dry and shrivelly and then I will vacuum them up for the next 12 years. And um, I don't think I'm going to do that. Yeah, if I'm using real with in ones. the house. Oh, yeah, I use a lot of faux yeah. ones in the house. I'm really picky. I like them, you know, if they're flocked, they have to look really nice and tidy, not cheesy. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I am using real, like the one I made on YouTube that day, it's it's up high, like the cat's not getting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah something to think about i i wish i could remember the brand that i got last year they might have been pottery barn those it, or it was anthro you got anthro rosemary one year mm-hmm. i don't remember that anyway mm-hmm. it was like an investment it was like you're gonna buy these one time and you're gonna take care of them like an adult and i pulled them out this year and i was like these are lovely <laughs> these mm. are so pretty they're like classico Classico okay. Garland Maker. Okay. Yep. There you go. And there, it's like a waiting list. So, bunch else. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's another one for you. This one is mm-hmm. from Diana. Um, mm-hmm. Well, she asked two questions. So, how do you go through premenopause healthfully? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My mother didn't use any hormones because of fear of health problems, but she was miserable. And I don't know how to navigate that change well and how to stay healthy through it. Um, I, you know, I, I don't really want to take anything. I actually tried that like a year and a half ago and it did not go well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I weaned myself off of that. It was really, really icky. So I tend to be low progesterone, high estrogen. And so I'm trying to just read about like foods that maybe cause estrogen to be high. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to take care of myself. You guys know I'd use my red light, I use my sauna, I work out. 
trying as darn as best as I can to not eat seed oils, which has made a really huge difference. Beef liver supplements. Yep. I I know this is like really controversial because some people really believe in hormone. I don't know what hormone replacement therapy. Yep. I don't know what it's called. And, and some people are really anti. Um, but I always sort of do this like desert island analogy like if I was on a desert island like would I like what do we really need how much is our body made like our body was made to go through this so maybe what am I doing that with my diet or lifestyle that causes spikes or fluctuations in hormones but Mm -hmm. I don't know I'm probably going to get schooled by somebody for saying that but for right now I don't want to be dependent on anything I don't want to be dependent on that Mm -hmm. I, I didn't like it it was like a train wreck, no matter how many adjustments we made to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think this does kind of, so somebody else talked about, they asked a question about seed cycling, which we haven't talked about in a long time, mm-hmm. but. But we should like. I, yeah. yeah. I used to have these periods. I know you went through a period like this too, but like, <laughs> I know I joked about mine being really heavy, but the thing is, is mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't. They are nowhere like they used to be. And I mean, like I would just be in fetal position. I would be throwing up. I would be passing out. I mean, like the pain would be mm. so severe. Um, it was it was out of control, completely out of control. And I went to a, a naturopath and I was just like, something's got to give. <laughs> this is not this is not good. And if you go to a typical doctor, they'll be like, hey, get on birth control. Oh, that'll help your right. periods. Let's just make your body hormonally think you're pregnant for 10 years. What and could go wrong? Or- <laughs> yeah. um, but this, she just was really gentle. And she just said to me, you know, do you know that your periods aren't really supposed to be painful? And I just thought, you're out of your mind. Like the pain is, the pain makes me ill. You know, it literally makes me vomit so bad. She said, once your hormones are balanced, that like they're just not nearly as big of an issue. Um, and I don't, so I'm not, I'm just still in my baby making my body just still wants a baby desperately. So like my period is still very steady. I'm not premenopausal at all. So I, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I, I do think that those are kind of connected in the sense that, like you said, you getting to a very good place with your health Mm-hmm. Um, will probably naturally make that transition much easier. So, mm-hmm. for example, when you've got a really bad period, if you were to implement things like exercise and really cleaning up your diet um, and doing your red light and, you know, using your oils and getting fresh air and like, you're right, you're doing all of you're, you're drinking your water and taking your, your liver supplements and like getting those crappy, seed oils out of your body mm-hmm. um when you naturally do that you're there's going to be like this vibrancy to you you're going to feel good right. and your periods and you know what like seed cycling uh I'll, i would need to do research again because it's been a while since i did it because now mm-hmm. uh I, it's just like a non-issue for me but that was very helpful in balancing my hormones initially Mm-hmm. My point is, 
there's a lot of things you can do to just get yourself to a better place in health to be able to handle that transition probably a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, all the evidence we tend to get from people like these experiences, they're just very anecdotal. And it's just correlation versus causation. And it can be um, a little tricky to put your finger on what would be actually helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't think that being in a better place just in general with health would be helpful for that. Yeah, absolutely. Seed cycling is a really fascinating thing. Um, and I, I have firsthand experience with it. It worked wonders for me. It's kind of a pain in the butt, but. Um, I need to look into that again. It's intriguing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just it just has to do with eating certain seeds that are high in certain nutrients at certain times of the month so that you actually end up in an ideal world. I know this sounds kooky. You guys, I'm sure some of you are rolling your eyes right now. But in an ideal hmm. world, you will ovulate with the full moon and you will then mm-hmm. um, have your cycle at the new moon. Um, and it does really track with that. You know, I remember when mine first got there, I was like, I did it. <laughs> I did it. And it's, uh, it's like you're a werewolf. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look into it if you're interested. Um, it's really easy. I mean, it's like sunflower seeds and pu- pumpkin seeds. It's like not, it's not expensive. It's not going to hurt you in any way. There's no, right. there's no side effects. So um, what do you got to lose? Um, okay. I think that was the ones that I had flagged. Oh, okay. is beer as full of chemicals as wine? Is there a clean beer resource like there is dry farms? Uh, beer is a tricky one for people yeah because grains are grown with a lot of stuff in them i love beer Mm -hmm. i delight in its flavor um i would just look for an organic craft beer that was locally made had a right transparent sort of system that you could see into and that tends to be smaller breweries um yeah because it's you know there's stories of them using roundup help the kernel open easier on the wheat and yeah you know like get it. yeah yeah it's research 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 i feel like we cause... should do we should do a episode on seed oils could we do that okay uh yeah and and some of that stuff that made me think about it um okay that just made me think about something that happens when you process seed oils we should do that yeah yeah okay okay all right ladies well we've blabbered Thank on so you. long enough today Blah, 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 blah. Um, but thanks for joining us. We'll try not to end this one in tears. We've already been there. Uh, we're smiling. We're smiling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. We're going to be back next Monday. Okay. Follow us over on Instagram. Yes. It's growing over there, which is fun. Yes. Um, our trailers are now going to be reels. So that'll be fun to have more people be exposed to that and learn about the show. And we have one more week of this season, and then we are um, homemaker holiday for four weeks. That's going to be so So give so us your fun. best holiday ideas, Christmas ideas, Thanksgiving, New Year's. Send them over. Blow up our Instagram messages. Give us some things to talk about. We want to hear it all. Yeah, that's going to be really fun. Next yeah. week's episode mm-hmm. is going to be Thanksgiving week, so that'll be a really fun one. And then the holiday mm-hmm. ones, we've never done this before, but this is going to be like a whole little four-week stint just devoted to to all those beautiful things. And I don't know about you, but like, I'm just sitting down to like write out, here's what I'm gonna, here's what I wanna make this Christmas. You know, Thanksgiving is very traditional, it's very set. For us, Christmas Mm -hmm. has a lot more freedom in terms of the things that we make and we get to enjoy. So I like 
got all my Italian cookbooks out and I'm just I'm ready to yeah, girl. go for it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Cool. All right. Okay. We ladies. will see you next Monday. All right. Cheers. Cheers.